0: Another fucked up day in paradise. Okay, here we go, right? Rolling, 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 rolling. Let's just tell bit. It's episode 150, 150, divisible by three and five and 10. 150. Hang on, I'm pulling out of the parking lot here. And while I'm pulling out of the parking lot, I'm also eating a chocolate ice cream bar. It's my third. They say it's good for bone healing bones. Nine out of 10 ice cream eaters. Nine out of 10 doctors who like ice cream recommend eating ice cream, uh, non-dairy ice cream for bone healing. Daughter of Godcast, episode 150, napkin, which is what I don't have right now. I don't have a napkin. And so I got to eat this thing carefully without it dripping on me. And I'll have to use like the sleeve of my shirt to clean up my beard when I'm done. But that's not why I want to talk about napkins. It's not why this episode is telling napkins. I mean, it could be. There certainly could be a reason why this episode's titled "napkins," but I don't think it's the reason I, I originally titled this "napkins." No, I'll tell you what the the original the title originally meant. Like, you think about uh, a cafe, right? And in that cafe, some cool people, some visual thinkers, some creative dudes and cats, kittens, some artists. And maybe they forgot to bring their sketchbook or their iPad, and all they've got are napkins. Back in the day, the napkin reigned supreme in the cafe as the the visual uh, the visual device. Yeah, the visual interface to to convey ideas and to formulate uh, stuff. <laughs> well, so napkins and then you actually add a sharpie or maybe a pencil and uh, so what I'm gonna do with this episode is we're gonna do an audio napkin audio napkin while we're driving home we're gonna have a little brainstormy sort of session let sketch out an idea for you and uh, yeah so uh, Let's if I can reach over here. Do this, I think. There we go. Uh, so I've been talking about sloppy overlap, which is basically, you know, I have this... I had this... Before I broke my arm, I had this fantasy of a clearly sequenced bunch of projects. One would end and another would start. And then that one would end and another would start. There wouldn't be a lot of overlap because then what you're doing, if you're overlapping projects, mmm, if you're getting the multitasking cognition uh, um, uh, degradation. Degrading your cognition by multitasking. Maybe women can do it. Maybe women are wired differently because they're women. But supposedly it's very dangerous for men to multitask because they could sprain their brain and then they have to go to the hospital and have a brain replacement. But if they can't afford that operation, then they just kind of molder away and play video games and watch old reruns of uh, Gunsmoke or whatever. All right, so um, hang on. Let's see if I can actually pull out in the traffic without dying here. Ah, uh, that's a little too risky. Let's back up a little bit. Here comes somebody, Let's back a little bit. Hang on. And we got a we got a window here. I think maybe we may have to go through the hospital. I think at this point it doesn't look good it just doesn't look good give it a sec give a sec we'll wait for a second okay got out the window here we go here we go maybe 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 not maybe we got this this guy's just less in five four three two all right we got it we got it whoa yeah baby here we go all right now we're heading in the right direction I'm going I'm, i uh, have an erection. I mean, head in the right direction. Okay, so, sloppy overlap, this idea of a nicely sequenced series of projects. Fuck it, it's gone, it's over with. All we've got now is like this crazy sloppy overlap, which we decided in the last episode, episode 149, that we would embrace the sloppy overlap. And, uh, because things are happening. Things are happening. I, you know, what plan can I make that could possibly be as good as what the universe will put together for me? If I just fucking kick back and let it happen. I mean, I like planning. It's fun, but there comes a time, there comes a time in all men's lives when they just got to stop planning and let it happen. Okay. just chill out. Yeah. So, um, so one of the, let's talk about just one of the projects that's starting a little sooner than I thought it would. And and now we're kind of, it's kind of ramping up really quickly and, and I just have to deal with it. Okay, I, I can't really, I, I'm either gonna act on it or or the opportunity is gonna slip away. And it's like, ah, I got this great opportunity. Let's just move on it while I'm doing the 10,000 other things that, that are almost done or are starting to be done or, or in the middle, or blah, 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 Okay, so what is this thing? Um, I was renting some buildings, and I recently acquired the buildings and the land mm. that they're on. I own them now. So I was using those buildings for fabrication of props and, and uh, miniatures, and I had a little studio, photographers, photography studio there. And now I own those buildings, and I own the land that's on them. So the question then becomes, um, should I start a movie studio? Because what do you need, you know, what, what, <clears throat> excuse me, you can go and have an idea, and you can have an idea, and you can rent equipment and hire actors, and uh, <clears throat> you can you can bring your idea to reality, uh, or you could have an idea and own equipment and still hire actors or maybe you are yourself an actor um your team you have a team of actors uh but you still might need to go and rent locations and and if you can't find stuff for free or you go and you this is a full this is a big deal you go and you rent all kinds of stuff you rent sound stages and you rent locations and and then you travel to those faraway locations. There may be someplace very far away, and you hang out in those locations and you shoot your movie. Blah blah. Well, uh, there's also the possibility of owning property where you could keep stuff. You know, where where like a place to um, to keep things, infrastructure, storage. You could keep production gear there, fabrication tools, props, and costumes, and maybe even some sets. You could have a stage for a soundstage, or for VFX, or uh, uh, for foley. And and then you don't have to necessarily think about renting those places. If you have those, if you have the space already to deploy that kind of that kind of movie making resources those movie making resources well that might be interesting and that could basically blur into an actual movie studio where there's a lot of space and resources dedicated to just making movies i mean not that it couldn't be multi-use not that you couldn't do other things in that in those spaces but it's kind of leaning towards cinema creation most of the time and uh I'm thinking about that. I am thinking about that because suddenly the land is is uh, mine, and I have people showing up who want to help make it happen. And uh, I've got the I've got the opportunity to bring those people on board and get things to happen. I must sort of reach back here and see if I can find one more ice cream bar for myself. Maybe I can wait a little bit on that. Uh, But ice cream bars also, besides being good for healing of bones, according to 9 out of 10 ice cream-loving doctors, uh, it's also good for thinking while driving, uh, eating chocolate ice cream on a stick. I don't know why that is, but it's just true. It's just one of the things that's true about being human on planet Earth, at least in North America, or maybe at least in Michigan. Maybe it's just me, I don't know, but it's true for me, for sure. Right now, at this time, so I will stop and get my last ice cream bar out and eat it. And so, uh, why have a movie, a movie studio? Why have one? Um, it, you know, it's kind of one of these sort of you balance it out a little bit because you've got the expense of the land and the buildings and the electricity and and not only acquiring stuff, but and keeping track of it. You know, if you've got a lot of tools, what tools do you have? Are you supposed to remember all the tools you have? Or can you somehow have something that remembers the tools for you? So when you say, I want to build this, a little gremlin pops up and says, well, Mr. Kelly, you own this and that and this hero and this other thing and it'll all be helpful to you. That, you know, that's a, how does that happen? Who are the gremlins? Uh, excuse me. Do you make gremlins out of software? Do you ask people to... Do take on that role for you, other people, or do you just depend on your own brain? I don't really think that I want to use my own brain for that because uh, it feels like it feels like that's just a lot of clutter in my brain. But then again, I have to remember that I have tools to some degree, or other, otherwise I'll just, you know, be walking around buying the same hammer over and over again. Two thousand hammers I could have in my life, because I forgot I had one to start with, and then I forgot I had two. Can't see if I can reach this. We're at a stoplight, so I'm just going to reach back here, see if I can find myself the box with the chocolate bar in it. Oh, yeah, here we go. So, um, you got to balance, balance the expense of owning stuff with the expense that you might incur if you wanted to rent stuff, get access to stuff, borrow stuff. I mean, for me, if I'm going to talk about the kind of person I am, I do feel excited about owning some infrastructure, having some resources at hand, because then you can just take action. You don't have to like sign agreements or um, do research or negotiate. But then there's this other part of it. It's like, well, uh, if I'm a movie maker and I look around, and I'm going to make movies with what's at hand. Is that kind of a, is that kind of a uh, in some sense a handicap? Because I'm always trying to make movies with what I have, which is a way it could be considered a way of lowering your sights, of being less ambitious. Having smaller dreams, because you're always trying to make something with what, with, out of with what's at hand, out of what you have at in hand. Instead of dreaming of going to Al Capulco, Um to uh, have your movie happen along the cliffs, the cliff diving cliffs of Alcapuco, Alcapuco, or uh, or whatever, or inside a, an old Soviet depleted uranium factory. You know, I mean. is having a location a uh, something that might actually be a uh, a curtailing of imagination mm. Of course it won't be because I'm amazing. No, you know we're just talking here. We're we got our napkin out. We're sketching on the napkin together. Napkin sketching. Uh Yeah, and the kind of person I am, I like the idea of having resources. I like the idea of having tools. I like the idea of being able to put my hands into the clay and mushing the clay around. Um, If you don't have any clay, then you don't get that nice feedback of your fingers gushing clay. Yeah. And I could spend five seconds mourning the fact, be be moaning the fact that this is coming too soon. It's coming too soon in the sequence. It was supposed to be far down the sequence here. I was supposed to finish this movie, Daughter of God, and then pick them up my studio. Maybe even do one or two shorts before I thought about my studio. But it's happening now. The land is here. People are here wanting to help. So it's like, okay, I can divert a little bit of energy to that while staying the course on the things that I really, really am excited to finish and that are damn close to being finished. Hmm. I just wanted to let you know that. I mean, in a way, it's kind of silly because it's super exciting, right? I mean, a movie studio. I have, I have the possibility of creating a movie studio within the next two or three months um, and maybe it would even be a place where other filmmakers would want to do projects. The other thing about a movie studio that uh, comes up is I haven't yet finished my first feature film and I'm already thinking about launching a movie studio or building a movie studio and and really you know really is that okay of course it's okay and it's exciting and um, I mean if you if you have a if you have bliss well what part of that bliss aren't you gonna aren't you gonna explore right I mean so okay it's it's okay but it is a little bit scary I suppose or I guess what I want to just acknowledge, there's some, uh, what would I call it, insecurity there. And, you know, look, it's okay to have some insecurity. It's okay to acknowledge that there's some insecurity or some fear. I mean, there's nothing wrong with all emotions. All emotions are super, super cool. Uh, It's not necessarily having fear. It's what we do with the fear once we feel it going to do with that fear and so yeah okay but i just want to acknowledge there it is starting a movie studio before finishing your first feature fine fine um so anyway that's just one other thing one of the things that's in my crazy sloppy overlap scenario that I'm embracing, as I mentioned in episode 149, I'm embracing sloppy overlap now. Okay, and I'm not gonna fret about the fact that there might be, in in the old way of thinking, too many things going on at the same time. If this is what the universe thinks is appropriate and wants to drop in my lap, well then okay. Who am I to, to chafe, to buck, to feel anything but bliss and appreciation for what's coming, coming faster than I was anticipating. Well, isn't, isn't things, aren't things showing up pronto manifesting quickly? Isn't that good? Isn't that a good thing? Isn't that really what I want? Even though it's it seems a little like, whoa, 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 whoa. you know, wh- of course. You know, I actually want to, I actually want to have the experience of, whoa, oh, oh, my goodness. I want to have that experience. That's like, yeah, you ask for it, you got it, brother. Here it comes, bam, boom, 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 boom. All you do is just got to ask and let it come and it will show up. And, and I guess I have to admit, I'm kind of not used to having abundance like this happening in my life and it's pretty uh it's a pretty cool thing to have to get used to abundance to be like all right here it is this is this is excellence and 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 i i asked for excellence and i'm getting it and just didn't you know part of me is like well uh it's not really real it's not gonna happen like that so quickly or at all ever but then it happens so you know come on i'm i'm living this philosophy i'm i'm following the ways of ease and and allowance i'm practicing i'm becoming a, a an adept at the art of allowance and i guess i i better keep up with myself <laughs> and say okay things are going to happen quickly and intensely and and my dreams are gonna come true and and isn't this exactly what I want isn't aren't these all these cool things happening exactly what I've been asking for and maybe it's coming in a, in a form that's a little bit less clear less less of what I thought but not less it's different than I thought it would be and and Maybe way better than I thought, uh, than I than I had projected it, than I had seen it myself. It's maybe even better if I just relax, uh, relax, uh, and let it let it flower, let its fullness reveal itself to me. How fantastic it all is! Yes, and so I, I, uh, yeah, we're going to be. We're going to be podcasting from the studio as the studio comes together. We'll be showing that happening, and uh, and so what happens in the meantime between between now and next week and the week after that? What are the, what's the plan exactly, Dan Kelly? Well, first of all, plans are made to be uh, uh, discarded, as we as we're learning here. Plans are made to be abandoned. Because the universe might have something way more elegant to offer us. So, but we'll just play. We'll play with it. Okay. So we got this financial stuff. We're really on the edge of having that be done. And our guests. We basically run out of guests for a little while. That's that's uh, that's a given. So guests are going away. And maybe, maybe as I mentioned in episode uh, one four nine, maybe I'm going to New York to have my Chinese bone setter set my clavicle, or maybe I'm staying here to have a Western doctor do it for $16,000. $16,000, yes, I do not have Obamacare. And if I had paid, I mean, the way I look at it, I probably would have paid like $15,000 in insurance premiums this year. And so I ended up after this accident, if I put it all together, if I actually got this surgery, I would have ended up spending 20 grand, 5,000 in the emergency room and 16,000 in the freaking operating theater. And then probably another two or 3,000 later on when I wanted like a year from now, when I wanted all the metal pulled out of my body all well, the titanium or whatever it is. I don't know how much it would be, it'd be a lot probably. Um, So there is that to add into the mix, but okay. But let's just let's just put that aside for now. That fits in there somewhere. It, it, there's some kind of a either a trip to New York for bone setting with the Chinese doctor or uh, a Monday operation. And imagining what else? Not imagining, but but okay, those are there. Boom. Some one of those two things is going to happen. Maybe both of those things are going to happen, not, not simultaneously, but whatever. Definitely one of those two things will happen. But what about the movie, Dan Kelly? What about this whole crazy scheme of creation? This, this realization that you're having of, of your the depth of your power that's coming on so strong. So many things are falling into place effortlessly for you, Dan Kelly, right now. What about that? Well, so we got these financials, we could wrap those, still the same thing. I really would like to get those financials. I'd like to get that done. I'd love to get that done. That would be like huge milestone, bam. And also I kind of feel like falling off the skateboard was a sort of like a little bit of a gauntlet, throwing the gauntlet down. It's like, are you really, are you really going to finish all this? Are you really going to? And so the gauntlet was thrown down and, uh, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to just sort of wither away and say, my arm is broken, my arm is broken, I can't do anything, The Or, or am I going to be like, yeah, man, okay, my arm is broken, awesome, awesome, what, what, how much fun can I have doing all this crazy shit with my arm broken? Right, all right so whatever so the financials wrapping that would feel phenomenal then the movie scenes in the movie shot, edited iteration two iteration three iteration four, get back into my monthly iteration schedule and so now we'd be looking at August maybe for iteration two and September for three and October for four Meanwhile meanwhile movie studio beginning to be deployed And and all manner of other things are happening. There's so many things kind of cooking right now I mean, ah, I would say it this way like in episode 149 there was there was great motion there is great Uh, there's all kinds of stuff going on that I can feel the caravan is coming I can feel it but there really isn't a lot of I mean in some ways the other stuff that's coming there's not necessarily a lot of evidence that it's getting closer not like this land that's in my life now that's clearly boom there it is okay it's in my life I got it okay and I know there's a lot more so much more that is on its way to me. I can taste it. I can feel it coming. But I don't really have any evidence, hard evidence, of anything changing, really, on these other fronts. But I, I will just say that there is a lot. There is a, a lot going on. I can feel a lot of movement. Metaphorical movement, energy moving, things are shifting, like again on those waves. The waves, you're sailing over big waves on a Hobie cat. You go up and you feel heavy as you go up this thing and then you come f- zipping down the other side of the of the crest, changing the sail so you can be ready when you drop into that trough and you're out of the wind and then you peek up out of that trough, you rise up a little bit and then you zip your sheet in and grab the wind and fly back up that mountain over and over, heavy and light, heavy and light. I feel that. I feel the waves of, of something, of change, rippling within me. The whole universe is rippling gently, talking, telling me I'm getting the signals. Episode 150, Napkin Daughter of God cast Dan Kelly Shri Fuji Split speaking to you through the rear view mirror of the 2010 Honda Odyssey with the defective doors. Amazing miraculous stuff. It's so yummy, so tasty, so freaking sweet. I'm using a lot of flavor adjectives right now. So, it's so green and lush and, and, and uh, vibrant. It's so silver and shining and radiant and golden, red, sunset Promise of a new day, of an exciting evening coming. It's, it's, it is, yes, it is. It is.